This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Sean is off on the media launch for the new Ram 1500, and I'll be filling in for the next couple of days. Sales of electric vehicles are slowing dramatically in China, the U.S., and the EU, and that's having a major impact on the automotive industry. It's affecting environmental policy, raw materials pricing, and stock market valuations that we'll get into in today's report. And let's start in the U.S., where the Biden administration dropped something of a bombshell over the weekend. It's going to back off on emissions regulations for ICE vehicles that were designed to push EV market share to 67% of the new car market by 2032. Though we don't have specifics of the new rules, they would require a slower ramp up in sales through 2030, but still require a steeper ramp up after that. Automakers and car dealers have asked the Biden administration to ease off on the new emission regulations, but what seems to have convinced the administration to act was pressure from the UAW to ease up because it fears EVs will lead to job losses. And with the presidential election looming on the horizon and the fact that the president needs the union support, looks like the UAW got what it wants. Meanwhile, the drop-in EV growth is wreaking havoc on prices for the raw materials needed to make batteries. Prices for lithium are down a staggering 90%, and the price of nickel has been cut in half. Glencore, a giant mining company, is shutting down a nickel mine in New Caledonia in the Pacific. BHP, the biggest mining company in the world, says it may have to close a nickel mine in Australia. The Wall Street Journal reports that investments in new lithium mines, especially in the U.S., could slow dramatically if prices stay low. But there is something of a silver lining, or maybe I should say a nickel lining or a lithium lining. Lower prices for raw materials will make it cheaper to make EV batteries, and that could help spur demand and start the cycle all over again. And that slowdown in EV sales is wreaking havoc on EV startups that are really struggling. Fisker was warned by the New York Stock Exchange that it is in non-compliance with the exchange's rules because Fisker stock dropped below a dollar a share for 30 consecutive days. Three years ago, the company's market cap reached a high of $7.9 billion, but as of Friday, it tumbled to only $293 million. And if that's not bad enough, Fisker is facing a safety investigation from NHTSA because of four owner complaints of, and I quote here, unintended vehicle movement or vehicle rollaway. And that involves the Ocean EV. NHTSA says the owners cite the inability to shift into park and or the vehicle not shifting into the intended gear. This is the second probe NHTSA, NHTSA has launched into the ocean. It opened the first one in January over allegations of braking loss when traveling on low traction surfaces or bumpy roads. And in online forums, owners have complained about various software issues. And it's not just Fisker that's struggling. TechCrunch reports that Faraday Future could lose its LA headquarters for failing to pay rent. The landlord says it's owned nearly, owed nearly a million dollars and it filed a lawsuit to get paid also being sued by another landlord for an office that at least in San Jose, California, which claims that Faraday owes it 
$127,000. So like I said, this slowdown in EV sales is having an impact that is rippling through the entire automotive industry. As we reported last week, Ford CEO Jim Farley said, the company is going to have to revisit its manufacturing footprint because of the animosity from last fall's UAW strike. Ford makes more vehicles in the U.S. with more UAW workers than any other automaker. But the cost of the contract, along with all the vitriol hurled its way by UAW President Sean Fain, is causing Ford to reconsider making so many vehicles in the U.S. Fain immediately fired back and threatened to shut down Ford's Kentucky truck plant, which is the company's most profitable plant. That plant still does not have a local agreement, even though the national agreement was settled last October. The issues at the plant involve health and safety issues. But here's our AutoLine insight. One of the few things that a UAW local can strike over is health and safety. And in the past, the union has used that issue to strike a plant, even if the real underlying issue had nothing to do with health and safety. Italy wants Stellantis to make more vehicles in the country. In fact, Italy has toyed with the idea of taking a stake in Stellantis to get what it wants. So, Stellantis CEO Carlos Tavares says they're committed to boosting production in Italy to a million vehicles a year by the end of the decade, and that's up from 750,000 vehicles last year. For now, the Italian government is backing off buying part of the company, but says it would be open to doing so if the automaker requested it. You know, it's not unusual for a government to have a stake in an automaker in Europe. France already owns 6% of Stellantis, as well as part of Renault, and Volkswagen is partly owned by the German government. And, you know, Stella may turn to China to boost production in Italy. Automotive News reports that Stellantis may make Leap Motor EVs at Fiat's Fiori plant. It's considering producing 150,000 EVs a year at the plant, which could start in 2026 or 2027. And the vehicles would be sold in Europe by Stellantis dealers. Last year, Stellantis bought a 21% stake in Leap Motor, for 1.5 billion euros. The Daytona 500 was postponed yesterday because of rain, and it's going to run again this afternoon, but the big news in NASCAR is that the teams have hired a lawyer to negotiate their dispute with the France family over money. The France family controls NASCAR, and it wants to negotiate with each of the 36 teams separately, while the teams want to negotiate as a block. Even more, they want their teams to be treated as franchises, just like in other major sports, such as American football, basketball, baseball, or hockey. And they want a greater share of any incremental revenue. So far, NASCAR will not negotiate, which is why the teams hired Jeffrey Kessler from the law firm Winston & Strawn LLP, who, by the way, is the same lawyer that successfully litigated to get financial payments to college basketball and football athletes, who also successfully litigated to get equal pay for the women's U.S. national soccer team, and 
who got more favorable free agency rules in the NBA and the NFL. Obviously, the teams want to show NASCAR they're not messing around and that it better come to the table. Say, did you know that new car sales in the U.S. are about the same as they were in the year 2000? Even though the population of the U.S. has increased by 53 million people since then? And keep in mind that immigration is the only thing that's keeping the U.S. population growing. So the vast majority of those 53 million people have a driver's license. This is what the experts are calling peak auto. New car sales are unlikely to go much above where they were even before COVID hit. We've posted a video about Peak Auto on our website and YouTube channel, and you can learn a lot more about it there. You all know about autonomous cars and trucks and buses, but how about an autonomous powerboat? Not so much for pleasure cruising, but for docking your boat, especially in really tight situations. As you come towards your marina, all you do is press a button and the system takes over. The system was developed by Brunswick, the boat builder with brands like Boston Whaler, Sea Ray, Bayliner, and Harris Pontoons, just to name a few. And it was developed with Apex AI, which is an embedded software company. Brunswick plans to make this technology available on other boats and for a variety of different applications. And that brings us to the end of today's report. Thanks for watching. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey, and by Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. We want to know what drives your testing, OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data.